this is Sandy. And Randy. And we're here on AT Corner. Being an athletic trainer comes with ups and downs, and we're here to showcase it all. Join us as we share our world in sports medicine. Welcome back to another episode of AT Corner. This is the Ryan Seacrest special episode because we're talking about hosting. I actually had no clue where you're going with that. I know, that was pretty good, right? Because Ryan Seacrest, he's a host. That's a strong start. That's a strong start. Like a million years ago host. Yes, no, that's not... I didn't say it was relevant to today, but I'm (laughs) sure most people get the reference. Would you rather host or be hosted? So I went back and forth this one. Really? Yeah. A part of me actually would like to be hosted. Why? I do. I do like the aspect because like, obviously, if you're hosting, that means you're home. So you're familiar with everything. And then like, oh, you get to go home because I don't really travel that much to begin with. Hosting means I got to take care of both teams. Whereas if I'm traveling, I just got my team. That's true. That's a, that's a really team. big pro. And then also, like, I don't have to worry about setup. Again, not the end of the world, but when I'm home, I have to worry about getting the coolers out there and, like, I got to set everything up. So our first story is from Nick, and he said, host means I get to go to my own home after, even if I have to stay a little bit later than expected to clean up. I also usually have more student helpers at home games, too, so I can have them help me carry and clean stuff. Which is valid. Like, I like the part of you get to go to your own home. Yeah, I think I would rather host. Ooh, okay. Why? Because, well, first of all, I hate driving. <laughs> so if I'm visiting, it means that now that I'm the certified, yeah, it you're means the driver. that I have to drive. Okay, what if you weren't driving? Well, I also really don't like unpacking the van. Like, I will, I will pack the van. Like, I love that. I will Tetris the shit out of that. <laughs> there you go. But I don't like unpacking. I think it also depends on the sport, too. Like, because football, you bring everything. So, really, home, away, it doesn't matter. You're bringing a lot of stuff. Right. Whereas, like, if you work track, because, you know, that's what I'm familiar with. Uh, traveling's way easier than oh, hosting. for track? Oh, yeah. Being hosted is so easy. Oh, yes, 100%. <laughs> so I think it also kind of depends on the sport. Like, are you having to bring a lot of stuff for your sport or not? Right. Well, for right now, hosting for my baseball team, because we're off campus, is essentially the same as traveling. Yes, tell me about the... Um, off-campus hosting um well i've actually had to host on my own campus and because or not on my own on on our own off-campus field yeah that's actually not our field and then also because we don't have our own field right now because it's under construction i've had to host at a different college that we were playing yeah okay and this is what sucked about it oh that is 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 we were the host on their side but because they're normally, it's like their field, Yeah, they were in the home side. Oh, okay. And we were in the visiting side, but we were the host. And so they didn't have like anywhere for me to set up. Yeah. Because like where I would set up is right behind their bullpen. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit my table no. right behind a bullpen. No, I wouldn't. Right. And that was similar to what I had in softball. We were playing a team, but we were technically the home team. But yet we were still in the visiting dugout. Right. 
And the visiting dugout is not made for hosting. No, not at all. Um, I would just like to say that uh, every home game for us is a road game. Okay, that's true. We do not have any facility. You don't have a single facility. Yes, yeah, so it doesn't matter. Again, that's why not hosting is better because I just send the kids away. What about when you're at your D1? Either one. Either of your D1s. Oh, I'd still say away is a little bit better. The, again, the familiarity part of like, hey, you have all your stuff. You already know everything. Like, yes, that is definitely beneficial. So that it's a close argument for me, but I'm still going to go with traveling. But also another consideration when you host is also you have to communicate to the visitors. You know what? Actually, that is very under underrated, I think. Like, I feel yes. like, um, do, well, do you send out a welcome email? When 95% people- of the time, yes. There's sometimes I forget because like at for sure the non-conference our non-conference appoint, uh, uh, opponents we do uh-huh. um, and I try to do it for our in-conference ones but every now and then sometimes I'm like today's game day and I forgot to email them. Mm. But we all kind of know each other in the conference pretty well and like right. everyone's protocols really haven't changed so right. everyone kind of understands like oh like I need to email them about you know, this person needs this tape or um, I already know their COVID protocol, so we don't need to ask what we need to do. Um, So I just in the fall started working in a new place. And so I had to put a welcome email together like nice. real quick, but I haven't had to use it since the fall. Okay. Um, But I, I do like seeing how everyone's welcome email is like a little bit different. Yeah, I um, agree with that. So Allison S. said in her welcome email, she includes the EAP, what we provide. So like a splint bag, AED, what we ask them to bring, like water bottles, for example. Shout out COVID. (laughs) And then she says, nothing bothers me more than when the host AT doesn't email first. I work at a D3 and not all ATs travel. So it's embarrassing to get to a location. Someone gets hurt. I run out on the baseball field and so does the host because they think I'm not there. And then things are weird. This happens so frequently to me. I've also had this situation happen, and the host AT will go, oh, so you're not a student? <laughs> oh, that one's brutal. <laughs> that one's brutal. Yeah. Yeah, I, that does get under my skin, too, a little bit. Like, Because like I know for our conference, too, is it's, uh, it's especially because of COVID, you know, the rule is that the host school should message out within 72 hours of the contest to go over everything. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that doesn't happen. Again, sometimes we are also at fault of that, but so the community I get co- the frustration. Oh, yeah, yeah. So at the community college level, I feel like um, because we don't really travel other than with football and playoffs, for the most part, especially like in the spring, we haven't sent a single, we haven't really hosted, well, I mean, we've hosted teams, but yeah. not like... ATs. A visiting AT. Right. And we, we haven't really had that since the fall. I do have to say that's the best email response is when they email me back. Oh, yeah, I'll be traveling with team. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I just get one team to worry about. Right. Love it. Right. Especially because right now we have to do like COVID check-ins, like symptom checklists before the game for the, both teams. So if they travel with their AT, I just got to worry about my team. I'm really surprised you guys still do that, actually. 
Okay, so when I say we, like I feel like I'm pretty, like I feel like our school's pretty good about it. I, I wonder, like sometimes if like when they go, like are other people really still symptom checking? Are we just being a little over and above? Is it because your conference does it? It's supposed to, yeah. Well, yes. In general, everyone has to. The testing is kind of dependent on the school. Mm. So, yes, the symptom screen is a conference rule. Do you guys have any conference rules of what you're supposed to have as a, like, as a host? Like, water and stuff? To my knowledge, no. Like, so, pretty much everyone, um, like, I don't think it's, like, written down or anything, but everyone understands that, like, we we were providing the water. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, we don't do bottles anymore because of COVID. So, if anything, we provide cups. Or some teams, like, if they're not, they will let you know, like, hey, we aren't providing anything. Like, we provide the water, but, like, your team needs to bring their own thing to fill it up. Mm. Like, their own bottles or something. So, like, they may not be providing the cups as well. So my conference, actually my, I actually it's the state. State? Yeah. So uh, from our state bylaws, we have listed what we are supposed to host with. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And even like in playoffs, it's it outlines like who is supposed to be there too. Oh, that's good. It yeah. keeps everyone organized. Right, right, right. Um, and actually I was talking to Dylan P who said in our league, um, he works with hockey. Okay. Um, we have a supply list of minimum supplies we need to provide for visiting teams. Most teams bring their own stuff and never touch the supplies we give them, but it's good. I know that some su- supplies will be provided. There's also the 24-hour rule where if an AT needs something extra when they come, they need to reach out to the host AT 24 hours prior to them needing it. Now, obviously emergencies exist, and in the league, I've never met an AT who wouldn't give a last-minute supply if they've had it. We have 27 teams all over the nation and two in Canada. And then he gave me a picture, too, and he said, this is the league directory for all ATs and equipment managers in the league that we get at the start of each season. It lists the pertinent information for all of us to know. It also lists required supplies for the home team to provide a directory of any contacts for each team and how to get a hold of them. Nice. So we're going to go ahead and put that picture in our Facebook group. But, like, look at that. Oh, that's cool. Like, the whole supply list. That is very organized. Mm -hmm. That is nice to know. Right. And it says, like... Um, hand sanitizer, um, pre-wrap, adhesive spray, adhesive remover, ice bags, ice scoop, like literally down to the, yeah. that's way more detailed than ours. I think ours is like water, cups, yeah. access to the athletic training clinic an hour before or something. Yeah. I mean, we did, yeah, we, that part too, we also talked about like team. So I think it, this might be because of COVID. I'm not sure. Cause that's when I entered the conference, but, um, you know, in our conference, it is, a you know, it's the requirement that the host AT is made available two hours prior to the contest. That is so long. So it's the whole idea was to, oh, you have time because the visiting team should be there. You should have time to be able to screen the visiting team and take care of the visiting team without it taking away much from your team or setting up or anything like that. Ours is an hour before, like the host AT is supposed to be available an hour before and 20 minutes post you know and i think a lot of that too comes from like for us like our conference a lot of our schools we don't have our own facilities so a lot of schools in the conference have to use community sources so i think i think that also plays a role that makes sense yeah 
I mean, I try to show up early when... Well, baseball's hard because <laughs> normally they practice for, what, like three hours before the game? Yeah, pretty much. It takes forever. But it's like I'm off campus, and so it's it's tough. Yeah. Oh, big time. Um, but usually we try to do an hour before. I try to do a little bit more for baseball. Well, and also you don't there. have that check-in process that you have to do. That we have right, to do, right, I right. say. Do you guys do pregame meetings? Uh, only if like if a visiting team, if the visiting team AT is there, then yes, I will go up to them. Okay, and so talk to them. So whose job is it? Is it if? Oh, it's always the host. Okay, that okay, right? It's the host. This is for any setting. If you are visiting, or if you have a visiting AT, the it's the host's job to walk over. That's part of the hospitality. I know. You go up to them, make sure they're doing okay. So like, okay, so track obviously that's different. Right. Because you're hosting a you, lot you're of schools. You're just going to like walk over to each y- tent. Each and- tent. Yeah, that doesn't happen. So, yes, yeah, so if you're visiting AT for track, you know, it's probably nice that you go to the main medical to say hi mm-hmm. instead of expecting them to say hi. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I guess it is kind of sports specific, but I think in general, especially team sports, the host AT should stop by and say hi. Right. Like, I don't rely on them to. Like, if... Um, like if I'm somewhere and I see them, like if I'm visiting, I will try and go like make my way that way. Uh-huh. I know some people are, will be like, oh no, I'm going to wait until they come to me because it is kind of expected them to, but mm-hmm. like I have nothing, I, I'm not busy right now. I'll go right. say hi. Right. Well, that's kind of like the juggle of like, when, when do you do it? Are they busy? Are they not? Yeah. I feel like with football, football is like really what I host. So like, I feel like with football, it's really easy. Because you just like look across the field and you, are they doing anything? Nope. I'm going to walk over. Do you do the meet it, meet at the 50 yard line? I've done both. So That's like if, cool. if I walk over and they start walking towards me, then we kind of meet halfway. But if I'm walking over and they don't notice, then I'll just meet them on their side. Nice. So, it is kind of epic when you meet at the 50 yard line. <laughs> it's pretty cool. You think so? I think it's epic. You don't think so? Because that's like what the teams do and like, I don't know, I think it's kind of cool. I mean, that's our job is to look cool. I mean, that's 90% of being an athlete (laughs) trainer for football, right? It's just, yeah, I got to look cool while I'm out there. Right. That makes sense. Okay, so for pregame meetings, Caroline D. said our pregame meetings would cover EAP, team physician location, location of the ice machine, AED, spine board, and trading contact info. Also, just chatting to catch up if we know the AT coming. If they're new, then we discuss things going on within the league, how they like their new job, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, that's another thing. Like, I'm 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 pretty chatty sometimes. I like to <laughs> chat, and sometimes you, the other ats they don't give you much. Like the visiting at, so when they don't give you much, you're just kind of like, like this was kind of cool. I was meeting someone <laughs> new. Like I was hoping to chat a little bit. What do you think? Um. Yeah, I like to chat. Yeah, I like to chat with the. Again, when they are in your conference, it is it's easier because you have stuff to talk about. Right. You get you get to have the same venting session because more than likely you're complaining about something within the conference. I will say, um, y- uh, yes, this is really important for like EAP and stuff. Yes. It kind of even even if I've been to a venue before, it kind of irks me if someone doesn't go to the over the EAP just because like. Yes, I know that like you know it, 
But also, like, if I have a student with me, I want them to get in the habit of, if you ever have to host, you yeah. need to tell people you EAP. Yeah. So I think that that's, like, one, a role model thing. Yeah. And two, it's just, like, I'm not usually here. I know I've been here before. Yeah. But, like, can, like it takes two seconds. Also, who's in charge of the EAP? Do you usually leave it up to the host? What do you mean? Like, if something goes down and we need to call 911, who's in charge of activating the EAP? So, it should be your decision, but they go through the process because they know their process. Right, right, right. That's why that's why I agree. Yeah. So like when I was at when I was away with football, I activated, I said, "Yes, we need EMS." And then the host AT decided to roll through it. Yes. And yeah, and when I have or someone they didn't decide to roll through it. They called They and, started the yeah, process right, right, right. for you. Yeah. And that's what I do when there's a visiting AT is I just let them know, like, hey, if you need me, just let like, like if even if it's like because like I'll I don't bring the splint bag with me because a lot of times I'm the only one. So if I'm stabilizing, I'm not going to have the opportunity to splint someone. Right. But if I know a visiting AT is going to be there, I'll bring the splint bag and I let them know, like, hey, like if you need anything, just wave me over. Like I'll try and like I'll be watching. So like Mm -hmm. I can kind of get an idea of if you're going to need assistance but, like, if it's an EMS thing, like, hey, just let me know and I'll run through our protocol for you. Um, I think t- team physician location is a big one, too. Yes. Um, like, hey, we have a team physician or this is how you. You know what? A big one, too, is, like, how how do you contact me? And this is not just, like, host, like, AT to AT. But, like, when I'm working baseball, I'll go over to the other coach and introduce myself and I'll say, hey, if you guys need me, you can either call me over or you can send someone um, my way. Yeah. So, like, I give them the option. I feel like um, uh, a lot of times with football, it's like a radio, right? Yeah, it's like you, it's you're just going to radio. radio me. But with other sports, it's like, okay, well, we need to know how to get a hold of you. Yeah. So that's a good thing to talk about in the in the pregame. You're not going to be, like, waving your hands on the sideline. Yeah. Like, Come over here. <laughs> Help. Also, spine boarding is a good one because some EMS um, don't want your spine board. Yes. Or some EMSs don't spine board. You'll, you'll board them and then they have to take them off your board to put them on their board. Right. So it's good to know. Yeah. That's and like you said, you some over. counties too don't even do spine boarding unless it's a car accident kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I got we got an interesting one from Christina S. She was talking about this in the high school setting because in the high school setting, they still host obviously of course um but it's a lot she said it's a lot harder to track down ats oh yeah because like it's easy for university because we're, or all, on the web- we're yeah, all on the website there's this athletics website right but in high school they really don't have those it, it seems like right she said school websites don't advertise ats well atlas would be the only place but many schools in my state don't have ats oh that's tough right that's tough i remember when i was at the high school i don't I, there was <laughs> my first game um was the third game of their season yeah and they had an at for the other sideline and i was like oh cool like whatever did not think that that was like a luxury didn't realize that (laughs) and then i went the rest of the season without seeing another at yeah and then you realized how much oh yeah how terrible it is to host (laughs) for both teams especially football 
Well, I mean, Eight Man's different, but... Yeah, but it was still terrible. I loved it. But you were busy. I was so busy. I, that's not sustainable. No. I loved it, but it was not sustainable. No. All right, so let's talk about supplies. Okay. So when you host, do you supply the team with things like tape? No, the visiting team should have it. So like they should have a travel kit. And it's. Ex- it, I know it's. that's kind of the thing in community college. Because, you know, that comes up a lot. But in our setting, you know, we don't a lot of our schools don't travel with an AT. Uh So it is expected that they'll have a travel kit. Now, what if they don't have a travel? kit? Okay, so I'm not that guy. I give them a hard time. I do. I give them a hard time about like, oh, you guys need to bring a kit. Because like a lot of times it's either they forgot it themselves. I never I never blame the host AT. I'm just going to assume the team messed it up somehow. Right. Because athletes do that. So I either assume they forgot it somewhere or they don't know where it is and they don't feel like looking for it. Mm-hmm. So I, I give them a hard time, but I'm never that guy that's like, well, I'm not taping you. <laughs> um, nope, I'm not doing it. No, like I have plenty of supplies. Like we will be OK if we tape your team. Right. But so like what I do is say my team forgot the kit or like somehow they didn't like get the kit to the visiting AT and the AT uses their supplies. If I had a bunch of people probably getting taped, I'm going to try and you know, repay them, like reimburse them for those supplies. Like I'll try and give them, like say they use the white tape, I'll try and give them some white tape next time we see them. Mm-hmm. Um, so Christina S. said, if one kid needs something, it's not a big deal for her. Um, but when your whole team needs both ankles taped, I am not providing supplies. Oh, I'm going to send it. <laughs> if it's like that, I'm going to send an angry email. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Because Well, I mean, if it's the whole team getting right, both right, ankles, that's right, a lot right. of tape. I feel like... I mean, my, not even my kids are getting all, that much tape. So if I'm doing that for your team... No, 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 no. I feel like some ATs will actually, like, email me beforehand. And they'll be like, by the way, I have, like, the whole team getting Which tape. is nice. Like, it's nice to get an idea of who's getting tape, especially if it's a lot. Like, if it's, like, one or two that I have to tape and the AT visiting... Or, yeah, the visiting AT forgot to let me know. Like, it's not the end of the world. Um, but if it's a lot of people, it would be nice to know. Right. I've had some people who like, I had to tape a lot of people and I did not get an email. You know what I do? Um, and actually that I've gotten from other ATs too, is also if I have an elaborate tape. Yes. Then I'll, I'll give them a heads up That's or, good. or I'll send them with like a video. I've had. Or like, I'll send them like a step-by-step on a piece of paper and be like, take this with you hand yeah. it to your at i've also had uh uh yeah i've had pictures sent to me about like what it's supposed to look like and uh-huh. like, i got uh-huh. it yeah and sometimes that, that is helpful well it's you know what it's helpful but also i feel like it's really cool to see how other ats take Cape, yeah yeah that's true people can be creative oh 100 percent Actually, I've gotten a lot of a lot of my athletes who come back and they're like, they don't tape it the same as you. That's that's <laughs> how it is for everybody. Everyone likes the way their AT tapes better. Right. And I'm like, listen, you're going on a two and a half hour drive. I'm not going to tape you before. <laughs> no, it's going to be useless by the time you get there. Right. All right. Another big one. OK. Do you provide Gatorade? No. <laughs> Ever? <laughs> that was really quick. No. Well, you, you know, you, I might, I might for like, if I'm cool with the other AT, 
Oh, so if they're in your like, like if it's a good trade off. A lot of times it's like you like if you do it like they've probably done it for you or like they would do it for you kind of thing. It depends how tight I am with the visiting AT, yes. So any visiting AT who's listening to this, who you've ever hosted, who hasn't got a Gatorade, knows they're not in your in-crowd. Well, I don't do a lot of team sports to begin <laughs> with, so. So yes, actually, technically, all visiting ATs had access to uh, Gatorade when I was when working you're in track. Because I do Gatorade for uh, in the main medical during the track meets. Right. So, ha. Um, so. <laughs> but no, I barely like making it for my team because it's a... Uh, terrible to clean up me too it's so, so horrible to clean up <laughs> yeah they need a better they need a better system well like i don't necessarily mind if i had the facilities to do it but currently where i'm at our capability of washing our coolers is more difficult than maybe other universities so just adding the element of having to clean a cooler with gatorade is significantly more difficult Randy, i have the facilities it doesn't make it any <laughs> I actually had a, uh, one of the ATs in our conference uh, texted me because apparently my baseball team decided we're going to put Gatorade in this cooler of water to make our Gatorade. Didn't want to run that by anybody. Just Where did they get the Gatorade? I One, I don't know. I'm still confused because I know they didn't get it from us. So they must have bought it on their own. And then also like how would you not like check with like that's not your cooler right and you're just like oh yeah i'm gonna make this unilateral decision and i'm gonna put gatorade in the cooler and what it's not your cooler and what happened so they're the at texted me is like and we're really cool with this university at like she's really good about communicating with us and um you know i feel like we've we've done very well between our two schools Mm -hmm. so she just texted me and was like hey just as a heads up your baseball team put gatorade in our coolers you know if you know we really don't want them doing that i'm like i am so sorry <laughs> so i texted the coach i'm like absolutely no absolutely not you can't be doing this and then like is this another school that doesn't really have facilities yes so it's really difficult for them to just clean their own coolers just of water oh shoot let alone you now added the element of gatorade it's, yeah gross and then like you know, she was being very nice, you know, being a gracious host by saying like, well, they can do it if maybe by, you know, the end of the game or like game two, it's just water. And I was just like, no, I don't trust my baseball team. <laughs> They're not going to do that. They're just going to make it more difficult. They just can't do it. Right. They've proven that, that they that they should not be given that much leeway. <laughs> um. So Maddie S said, if it's over 90, I'll have Gatorade available. Otherwise, I only make it for basketball and soccer. Yes, if in an emergency, I will provide Gatorade to the other team. Like if I have their athlete who needs Gatorade. Right. So that I, yes. Um, And then we have Spencer P. She said, our conference is not known for providing Gatorade because of budget. So I typically don't make it unless it's a school that's known to do it for us. Oh, you said that. See, yeah. Known to do it for us. We take care of each other. Out of conference games against bigger schools, I will, though. But it's just a small three-gallon. This is for softball specifically. Dude, okay. That reminds me. So, you know, um, as a grad assistant, uh-huh. you know, we were D1. So we mm-hmm. played a lot of D1 schools, especially for tournaments. And some of our tournaments were kind of big. So we had, like, larger D1 programs that would come in. Mm-hmm. It would bug the hell out of me 
when a, a visiting school had the audacity, the audacity to ask if we could make them Gatorade. Oh, yeah, no. The, auda- the audacity. Like, we are not a big one, big D1 school. <laughs> you are, and you're asking us to make you Gatorade. Well, that's what they're used to. Like, are you for real? Like, I feel like know the audience. Yeah. Like, that was bad. Like, we barely can provide Gatorade for our team, and you're thinking that we're going to be able to do it for both teams? Like, I can understand, like, hey, can you set out an extra cooler for us so we can make Gatorade? Oh, wait, this is the the AT asking? Yes. Oh, I thought it was the athletes. No. Oh, shoot. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That, yeah, that's pretty bold. Again, like I said, like if it was like a, hey, like we want to do Gatorade, can you provide an extra cooler? Absolutely. No problem. But they were asking for us to use our Gatorade that we have to make it for them. Oh, wow. Wow. I would not ever ask another school to do that for me. No. R- that's like unwritten rule. That's brutal. Okay. We actually have a story about that. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> you want to read it? This one's yes. anonymous. The visiting AT completely drained the 10-gallon before the game even started. Also, wasn't that hot. Then requested a refill. Wanted another ice chest and requested a Powerade refill. Okay. All at separate times. Right. Okay, they asked for... Not only did they they ask... They already gone through one sports drink, whatever. Yeah. They added, they asked for another, for a refill. That's brutal. On Powerade. That's brutal. Yeah. Anonymous continues with, I was lucky I had an intern with me, or there's no way I could have done that. I've also never been asked for a Powerade refill. Nobody has ever finished it, and if they do, they don't say anything. So I just kind of stared at her (laughs) and was like, um, we usually only give the one. We don't do refills on that. And I guess later that week, she went and complained about things not being available to her. I was livid. I did absolutely everything she asked and tried to be kind about it, even though a lot of what she was asking was unnecessary and at inopportune times. And she had the audacity (laughs) to complain. Like, what? I was also just mad at the fact that usually ATs try to work together and understand that we don't have the time to do extra stuff during game time. But oh well. My question is, was this another, was this a D1 school? Because apparently these big D1s think us smaller D1s have the same capabilities that they do. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. A refill, like that's, that's crazy to me. When I travel, because it's not like like water is like free, but you're paying for Powerade. Yeah, that's literally coming out of your budget, right? To make the, and which, by the way, not cheap. No, it's not cheap. And again, the labor to make it, to clean it, no. See, when I travel, I try to be the most low maintenance I could be. You know, I try not even like treatments. Like I know, like especially for, I mean, I think every team. Especially like kind of like a D1 level, like they do offer like, hey, like here's our facility. Like if you need to do modalities, just let us know ahead of time. No, 
I'm sorry. If I'm visiting and my athlete needs a modality that bad, like I don't think they should probably be playing that game. Right. Like I'm not going to I'm not going to go in there and like ultrasound. Like if anything, I'm doing it beforehand or we're finding another way. Right. Because like I just feel like I'm not trying to put the host school out of, you know, out of the way. You know? Right. That's brutal. That Powerade one. That gets me. I know. You want to hear another unfortunate visitor one? Yes. Um, this one's also anonymous. So this person said, uh, I was hosting soccer. The visiting team brought their own AT. We talked beforehand and we said we'd cover our own teams if people go down. One of my athletes goes down while I'm helping someone else and they're just yelling at me to go on the field instead of helping me. So I ran all the way to the far corner of the field. Guess what? Next, their athlete goes down, far side from their bench, just like my situation earlier, but they are not helping anyone, and they just looked at me to go on the field because I'm closer. I end up going on and helping their athlete, but they just looked at me like it was too far for them to run. Next time, we will agree to cover our own teams, regardless of how far down the field they are. Oh, man. Like, no, we agreed to help our own teams. Now you just look at me like it's my responsibility, even though you're just being contradictory right now. I saw this as very unprofessional. Oh, well, next time I will clarify with other AT that it's not a proximity game. If it's your team, you will get that. Which I feel like I wouldn't want, like, as much as I trust other ATs. Yeah. Like, I know my team. Yeah. Like, what I expect from another AT is maybe if it's too far, like, I've had this before. Yeah. Like, they get there and kind of, like, assess the situation And kind of like stand in that area until I get there. They help calm the athlete down. Right, right. Or like, hey, like, try to somewhat stabilize them until you get there. And then when they get there, they're at the support role. Like, hey, if you need anything or they, you know, or, you know, and then they'll just let you kind of do your thing unless you need more help. Right. Like, you don't even have to start the eval. No. Like, you literally just have to be like, hey, like, they're coming. Just breathe. Like, anything to calm them down. Right. Or even just, like, stand there so the ref doesn't, like... Like, freak out? Freak out that no ATs are doing yeah. anything. Um, so this person said, Yes, you made me run and get them from across the field while I was actually busy, but you won't run to your own player when you're not busy just standing there. The level of unprofessionalism is too damn high. <laughs> I hope it helps. I will always clarify we get our own players, even if it's on the off- opposite slash far side of the court. Or not, depending on what you agree to, but definitely worth talking about pregame. Lesson learned. Yeah, apparently. I just felt like that was an unwritten rule. Unwritten rule. If you're listening to this, it is now a on the record. <laughs> yeah, apparently. That's brutal. I know. I couldn't imagine just like not doing it. Like, I don't know. Right. That's really weird. Especially if it's one of my athletes. Like, I want to know. It's like, I'm not going to like just watch. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. That's weird. <laughs> That's really weird. Don't do that, friends. Yeah. Okay. So this next one is. Just like a really weird, like, location, I guess. Yeah. Do you want to read it? Yes, this one's by Hannah W. Pre-game treatment slash taping area was in a construction zone. It had hard hat signs. They did not give us hard hats. But there were signs that said you needed to have them to be in the area. It also doubled as our team's locker room area. Had an athlete almost step on a screw that poked through the tarp. Oh, shoot. That was haphazardly 
laid on the ground. And this was the same game that the host ATs didn't come over to talk with us at all the entire day. It was overall a weird experience. I've never been a part of a construction (laughs) zone. (laughs) That's pretty tough. I know, like, that's just super weird. I wonder if it was, like, communicated ahead of time. I mean, but even then, the fact that you weren't given hard hats or, like, found an an appropriate alternative, like, I don't know, that's really weird. Not safe. Not safe at all. So I've had a really, really weird location, too, whereas... Um, it was a few years ago for football. Um, we were in the locker room, like a visiting locker room, but it wasn't like for football. It was like for volleyball or something. So it wasn't near the football field. And to get to the football field, we had to go up a hill. (laughs) And like the whole team had to go from the locker room up a hill and then like down to the football area yeah and i want to say it was like probably a at least six or seven minute walk oh that's brutal. And like you were tired after at halftime do they count that as the time i mean it was pretty steep yeah it was like, well well for halftime we just went to the corner of the like, we're I not mean, i mean you have to because i mean that's literally half of halftime right and you're like I mean, downhill would be different, but like, yeah, but then you have to go back. Was yeah, to go up for a couple minutes. Yeah, yeah, not well, that's cool. brutal. Yeah, especially I remember it. I feel like it wasn't a night game. I think it was a one p.m. game, and so like in the middle of the day, with the sun. Oh yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah could you imagine? How did you get hurt? Oh, I stepped on a screw because yeah. we were in this construction. That's so irritating. Right. <laughs> so irritating. I just or got concussed because so you didn't have a hard hat. I know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, yes, you can get a concussion even if you had a hard hat, but you know what I mean. You get what I'm saying. Skull fracture because you didn't have a hard hat. There you go. No thanks. So we have a. I put on our Instagram story. What was your one of your worst experiences being hosted? Okay. And um, one person said we went to fill up the coolers. And cockroaches shot out before water. Uh, I assume out of the hose. That's why you always purge the water first. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That's so brutal. And then someone else said they had an AT who wouldn't let us fill up our water for coolers. Okay. Basically had them full of ice for travel. So they had ice, but they weren't allowed to have water. That's very weird. Yeah. I don't get that. Like, what do you do? Yeah. Like, just let the ice melt? Yeah. Like, well, you better start ahead of time. Like, Right. I don't know. That's very weird. I know. So I actually had someone s- slightly similar, I guess. Um, they did let us have water. Okay. However, um, they made us make our coolers ourselves. Oh, that's a bummer. Like the 10 gallons and the water bottles. That's a bummer. They had us do it ourselves. And they didn't show me, like, like where I walked over and I was like, oh, I noticed that there wasn't water out there. Like, could we get some water? And they were like, oh, yeah. And I was like, okay. Thanks. Um, what do I do? Yeah, <laughs> I've never so, been in your ATR before. So do you got it? I got it. What's happening Well, here? then they, like, after I asked, they showed me where the water bottles were and where the coolers were. And then I was like, okay, what about the hose? Like, yeah, that's, 
I don't know. If you're the host, you should be providing the water. <laughs> right. It was so weird. That's pretty brutal. Yeah, I, I would never do that. If oh. you're coming to my home, I am providing you water. Yeah, 100%. And it was college, too. That's brutal. I know. That's unreal. <laughs> With an AT who had been there for a long time. That's unreal. I know. I, yeah. I, I, I'd be embarrassed. I'd, I'd feel so bad. Right. I don't know if that's how they normally do it, because I haven't been there. Yeah, of course. But, yeah. Um. So Haley said one time she had a host, AT, that at halftime said, I got to go cover mine, too. For football. Oh, okay, bye. <laughs> I mean, what? What? I gotta go. Right. And she said, basically, like, my AD knows. Bye. Oh, I I get it. But um, she doesn't know why. Yeah. I asked her if she knew why. And she said she doesn't, she didn't ask. But of course. She did say that high school ATCs usually have restriction on hours and resources. Yeah. Probably because California, we don't have license. Yeah. Sure. So, um, she said that hoping that's what it was yeah, for. Which I could see that becoming an issue, like that being the reason, but it I, wasn't like, it wasn't like emergency. It was just yeah, like, I gotta go. Yep. Cover uh, mine th- too. That one's brutal. Like, I feel like if I, if that was a situation, like, I feel like that should have been shared. Like, like, right, I'm like so I'm, sorry. Like I, like, I just can't like, this is why I have to get out of here. Right. <laughs> Not just, Hey, I gotta go. Cover mine too. <laughs> I can't imagine that. I'd be like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> What'd you can, say? Can I go? Can, yeah. Can I just leave too? Like, can we get like, who else can cover our, our game? So we do have a bunch of good. Uh, we should end on a positive. Right. So Caroline. And there are some great hosts out there, by the way. This isn't all just doom and gloom. Yeah, but those aren't like all the fun stories. <laughs> of course, of course. So Caroline D said, generally speaking, I've always had good experiences on the road, both at the high school D3 and D1 settings. One time this year, we were at this college where I was traveling with women's ice hockey. They literally opened up a whole ATR for us to use. We had tubs, ice machine, three tables and a taping table, hot packs, stim, ultrasound, you name it. It was awesome. So we made sure to give that AT Gatorade next time they oh, played us yes, at home. Oh, yes, that's valid. I feel See? like... They- <laughs> See, that goes back to you help me, I'm going to help you. Right. I feel like Gatorade's like the... The gold- currency. Right, right. Yeah, that's the currency here. Unfortunately, we couldn't return the flavor. The flavor? <laughs> Speaking of Gatorade. <laughs> we couldn't return the favor. They could return the flavor. Yes. Couldn't return the favor with the extra ATR, but we still did everything we could for her. They were doing renovations to the rink, so they just let us use the main ATRs because they had a brand new hockey-only ATR. Oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. So some other things that people said that they had, like, really good host experiences. Um, One host left candy in the ice chest. That's dope. Which, if I opened the ice chest and there was candy in it, like, I would be super jazzed. I would actually be confused. I'd be like, oh, did someone leave this in here? Maybe put a little nice note. (laughs) Ooh, that'd be cute if you, like, leave a little note for your little host AT in your ice chest. We should make that a thing. I feel like the visiting ATs that I've had would be weirded out by that if I left them a note. Why? Because I think it's a love note? I, I'm not sure. Well, you already well, one know of, one of them. One of them I know is an old... The one who normally travels is an older gentleman, so I feel like he'd be really weirded out. <laughs> little, little candy in a note. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, someone said the host gave us feet and hand warmers for a football game that was below 20 at kickoff. Oh, that's nice. That's dope. Well, first, below 20, I hope I'm not outside. I think the game should get canceled, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Need to brush up on my So, okay, cold. see, that's the thing. Is like, I get, yes, you can play that game, but no one wants to be out there. No one wants. Who, who wants to play that game? Um, Everyone who Cause I guarantee, made the game keep going. I guarantee you the... No, I think people just feel like, oh, we have to keep going. But I don't think anyone wants to be there. I know the refs don't want to be out there. And I know the coach doesn't want to be out there. I mean, yes, there's probably some crazy coaches that probably do. (laughs) But I'm sure that's a small handful because. And if anything, it might be the head coach, because what I've noticed is like assistant coaches. Are somewhat sane, but then when you become a head coach, like, I don't know what happens. You know, right. Like the assistant coaches are always the easiest to talk to. They get it. And then all of a sudden, like they become head coaches. Because they don't have to reschedule. That's probably true. They don't have to reschedule the games. That's true. Because like we were sitting in hail a couple of weeks ago. And that's brutal. And we didn't reschedule. And no one wanted to be there. No, no one wanted to be there. I didn't want to be there. I didn't have a cover. Exactly. I was soaked when I left that game. Oh, yeah. I remember that. You were soaked when we left that game. It's not my first time. But that was also on the same, around the same time as when I made you sit out in 14 hours of rain with me. So it was fair. Like years prior. Yeah. It was, was fair. Payback years it was, later. It, exactly. It was fair. Um, One host gave a hydroculator in addition to water and ice. Oh, nice. I mean, that I've no, I've seen in basketball, like indoor sports. Hmm. I've seen Yeah, in indoor sports. You know what? That's a great idea. We were, we were not sure because if we get a new hydroculator, we were not sure what we, what we should do with the other one. Yeah. We could make it a host thing. Yeah, you could. Hmm. It's a good idea. Yeah. So in general, I think this is a good way to sum it up. Yes. We have uh, Matty S says it, for what? I was just going to say, is this being a good host 101? Mm-hmm. All right, let's do this it. This is our action item. Ooh, even the story <laughs> episodes having action items. Um, tips to be the best host. Always introduce yourself. Try to make a connection if timing's right. We're all in this together, and it's nice to try and connect and make friends with other ATs. Yes, we are all sharing the same struggle. You got any other tips, Randy? I think the biggest thing is just treat the visiting AT as in a way that you would like to be treated as the visiting AT. Better. Yeah. Better than. That's true. And? But at least minimum, like, let's at least set the bar somewhere. If you like someone, you should give them Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> should reward them with Gatorade. Yes, I think I need to start doing that for the one school that we're tight with. Mm-hmm. Help them out. They'll get all jazzed. So we do have, I put up on, an, on our Instagram, we put up a little question box that was asking about tips to be the best host AT. We're going to compile those, put them together. We'll put them up on our Facebook group. And in our Facebook group, we're also going to put those pictures of the supply list from the hockey league yes. from Dylan. So we'll put those up. If you're not a member of our Facebook group, go ahead and go over to facebook.com slash group slash AT corner podcast. It's free to join. You can network with other clinicians. You can see the supply list, all that. Um, you can comment on stuff, which you can't comment on a podcast, unfortunately. Yes. Um, and then also 
We, if you guys are new, we do every other episode as education or stories. This one was a story episode. Next week, do we have a CU? We do have a CU next week. We're talking about neck pain. Oh, I could talk about neck pain forever. I'll be good. I'll be a good one. It should be a fun one. Considering I like learning about neck pain. Because I feel like, I feel like you don't really talk about it much in school. No, not really. Yeah. But yeah, I got, well, first of all, some of my athletes cause me neck pain. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good thing I'm good at treating it. Yeah, that's right. All right, you guys. Um, If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, go to the show notes. It's your like cheat sheet for everything AT Corner podcast. Yes. And Randy, you got anything else? Nope, that was perfect. Thank you for helping us showcase athletic training behind the tape. Bye.